from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. We are here for another episode to talk all things media. I'm Josh. I'm Chad. This is Chris. I'm Melody. And I'm Daniel. And we are back and ready for a super conversation about superheroes. But before we do, we'd like to encourage you once again to get in touch with us. If there's anything you hear on the show that you agree with, that you disagree with, that you want to hear more of, something that we completely missed in the news that you think we need to know about, drop us a line. Uh, We're always on Facebook. You can find us by searching for the Screeners Podcast. Uh, You can email us at screenerscast.gmail.com. Tweet us at screenerspodcast. And we have, you know, a Flickster profile and a bunch of other stuff that we might check occasionally. So, drop us a line. And with that, let's get right into Jump Cuts. Jump Cut. Jump Cut. 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 Jump Cut. All right, guys. So, our Jump Cut section this week is going to be talking about a service called VidAngel. Have any of you guys heard about VidAngel before I sent out this uh, request to talk about it this week? Anybody? Absolutely yes. not. No? You, okay, you hadn't, Josh, but you you had, Daniel? I I see their ads on Facebook all the time. Okay, all I think, right. I think all that means is that Daniel is a very wholesome so, person. That Daniel's a good <laughs> person, and I'm not. And we are not. What I was just this about to point say, will be proven later on as we keep going. What I, exactly. What I was about to say, however, is that uh, that's the same way I heard about it. So I must be wholesome as well, and Chad knows that to not be true. So <laughs> that algorithm is is completely <laughs> off. No, so I was I was on Facebook, and I saw this ad for a service called VidAngel. And for those of you who may not be aware, it is a service that allows you to rent movies or television shows. And depending upon the quality that you want, whether you want standard definition, which nobody wants, is $1, or high definition, it's $2. Now, these are for movies that are available on iTunes that you rent for like $4.99 or $5.99 or even $6.99. I mean, so I was like shocked, number one, at the price. Like, how in the world can you get a movie for $2 when it's on iTunes and everywhere else, Amazon and all the different streaming services, you have to pay a lot more than that. And in addition to this, they give a service uh, called, I don't even know what they call it, but it basically edits the movie into a format that you are comfortable with. So if you don't want to hear cursing, uh, if you don't want to see violence, if you don't want to see sex, then you can put on filters for this movie that you have just rented for $2, and it will cut all of that stuff out of the movie you are about to watch. Their latest commercial is... Uh, the same guy who did the Squatty Potty commercial that I'm sure many of you are familiar with if you live your life on Facebook at all. Uh, and he, him describing how you can watch Game of Thrones uh, without any of the violence, sex, or cursing or swearing and all that. My question is, is what would be left of Game of Thrones if those three things <laughs> were not there? Uh, and so um, I, hear, I guess for me, there's a bunch of different questions I want to go off, uh, jumping off here. So number one was, had you heard of it? We'd answered that already. But number two is, how do you feel about a service like this? Should this be a thing that exists? Is this okay? And how should we feel about it? So Josh, what do you think about VidAngel and these types of services? What is your what is your feeling on this? Well, for starters, you left out the perhaps There's, one of the more entertaining parts of this is yeah. that not only do they let you filter swearing, they let you go 
they let you drill down into swearing and yes. filter out the individual words that you want. Yes, yes. No, it, it, there, there's a lot here. There's a lot of options. I, I didn't even mention like one portion that I will when I talk about. But but anyway, so yeah, no, go ahead. Continue. So if you're comfortable with but not comfortable with and you can bleed both of those later, Chad. It'd be fun. Thank you. I yeah. will. <laughs> uh, but in general, so I watched a couple of their videos after you sent this out because I had never heard about them um, before either. I watched a couple of their videos and read a little bit of their Facebook page. Yeah. And their model seems, let me say, less than sustainable. They're promising really, really specific control over the over the content. And... They're touting their their price model, like like you said, it's super cheap. But they even go into detail on their video, like how they do this. They say, "You rent the movie from them for twenty bucks. You buy the movie. Buy yeah, it. sorry, sorry. You buy the movie, which is even better. You buy the movie, and so then you own it. So you are legally allowed to censor it. Yeah. Uh, by some logic." Um, and then you sell it back to them for $19 or 18 in the case of HD. And mm-hmm. so the movie has cost you $2. And this is not going to last. They will be sued into oblivion if they continue this, and they will be gone. But from a technical standpoint, um, that price model also seems unsustainable because your technology is not going to be able to offer the level of control that they're advertising. It's, I do not believe it's there yet without just, you know, cutting minutes out of the movie or the show or, you know, whatever. So it's silly. But to go on to your last question, um, should this exist? I don't really care. If, if you want to watch something that's been eviscerated from the original intent of the artist, um, whatever, but putting on my Puritan's hat, you shouldn't be trying to get as close as you can to this stuff that you don't agree with. If you don't agree with something, don't watch it. Don't try to edit yourself into the experience that is somewhere you shouldn't be in the first place. So, there we go. There you go. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'm going to have a counterpoint to that, Josh, and I'd love to have a discussion about it, so we'll see how far that goes. Um, Melody, how about you? How do you feel about the service? It seems like what they're saying, what what their belief is that if you own a physical DVD of something, which technically you're buying it from them and then selling it back, but if you own a physical DVD of something, then you should also own the rights to the digital version of that something. So, like, I guess that's the question that you really have to answer. Like, obviously, lots of DVDs and Blu-rays that you buy now, sometimes you get a digital copy with them, sometimes you don't. So the question is, like, is just purchasing the DVD, does that give you the right to the digital content? And I'm sure that it won't last, and I'm sure they'll get sued, and it'll be another one of those many sites that we've seen try and do stuff like this. But as far as the censoring thing, like... I mean, I'm not interested in that. Perhaps for my children, you know, I might be interested in something like that, but probably not because that just seems like a lot of work and I don't usually get my media that way. So that's my two cents. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Chad, how about you, man? What do you think about VidAngel? Well, I think that the promotional video that they put together was actually pretty funny. I thought that was entertaining. The Game of uh, Thrones. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll give you that. That was good. I, I enjoyed that. This is. Uh, for me, I, I'm kind. I'm conflicted. Just f- on the on the one hand, I would never use this, and my household would never use this. I would not like 
my wife, let's just be real. Okay, I'm married. My wife runs my house. But even if my wife came to me and said, we're going to use this, I would be like, no, we're not. We will get a divorce <laughs> before we use this. I will not allow this to, to go to what Josh was saying. I want to experience something how the person that created it intended it to be experienced. Now, if I make a decision that to see something that may personally offend me or crosses some sort of line that I may have, then I need to deal with that consequence. So that's that's just me personally. Right. I do, however, see a use case for this because I I have family members that and I don't remember the name of these websites, but there used to be these websites that you could go to, and there probably still are, where it tells you, like, what curse words and how many are in there and what scenes oh, yeah. have all this stuff. And I'm sure that is very helpful when you're trying to make decisions, if you have kind of a line that you've drawn for yourself and your family, to know, should I see this or, sh- or should I not? And I, And I'm more okay with that than I am with this because what's left is something that is ultimately has very little impact and part of part of the fun quote unquote and part of maybe the rite of passage for me as I grew older from early teenage years up up until adulthood was being able to see that R-rated movie for the first time or to be able to watch more mature movies it was just part of the thing you just had to wait or sneak around to do it so I, I just I don't know. I I don't want to slam on anybody that maybe would enjoy this thing. I just, I, man, I just, it sounds awful to me <laughs> in every possible way. It sounds like a, like a bad deal, but some people, you know, Hey, look, there are a lot of people that still have HD TVs that still watch SD content and don't know the difference. So I'm sure right. that yeah, there are true. tons of people out there that for them, it wouldn't, it, it's a great deal. So to each is on, I suppose. Got it. Okay. Uh, Daniel, how about you? So I'm I'm conflicted uh, on this as well. Uh, I but I think I, I think I differ from your guys' opinion. So a little personal backstory on me. I am one of those persons who is who has drawn a line. It may be a very thin line, but I have drawn a line for myself. Um, I uh, just a personal decision me and my wife have made is to avoid graphic sexual content or nudity in the things that we watch. Okay, so that's that's a completely personal decision. I definitely don't look down on anybody who decides to do other things or or think everybody needs to make that decision totally not it's just a personal thing we've we've decided for ourselves so but i'm also addicted to movies so so let's get that very clear so i (laughs) i I see pretty much every uh, every movie that comes out right we may wait uh on a movie that we that we know has graphic sexual content or whatever we may wait on it till it's on home video and we can maybe fast forward through the scene now Mm -hmm. in in, on one hand that's it's in my control uh, of what we watch in that right. in that scenario, right? We can fast forward through the scene. We can choose to not fast forward through the scene. It's in my control. The thing about VidAngel is uh, that intrigues me is that it's still in my control. I'm not ordering some neutered copy of a movie. I am in complete control. In fact, uh, because I knew we were going to talk about this, I went on and created myself an account today for VidAngel. <laughs> nice. I was wondering if somebody was going to do this. So this is so great. Okay, good. I, I was going to watch a movie. I didn't. Okay, so I still oh. don't have the full experience of okay. VidAngel. To, but I did go through and like look at the filters and all that. Now, what really intrigued me about it 
is that the filters are super specific, like yeah. really, really specific. Suspiciously. They even specific. give you a graph, <laughs> yeah. right? Like a graphic, like you can see like the portions of the movie that you'll miss or it'll be cut out of, right? I didn't see it's cr- that. They, they, sure. they, they do. They show you. They show you a timeline of the movie, and then they really? show you where that specific moment is and what will be snipped out of it, and how much time you'll lose off the running time. It's crazy. Okay, that, that sounds. sounds I, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. So, so basically, I'm 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 intrigued. This yeah. is not something I would use very often at all. Uh, this is very hyper specific i mean but hang on just a uh, second hang on a second. let me just cut in right there this is two dollars you can still watch the movie unedited yeah it's true why that's wouldn't you use this is my question like <laughs> there if, are there article says that, that if someone wants to watch a film and not edit the content that they recommend that they go to another platform to watch the film right because just FYI. because then they're pointless because then they're they lose money exactly yeah. because because they don't want people doing that because it's going to draw too much attention to themselves they'll get exactly. sued and it'll, it'll be there anymore well here's Continue. the thing let me ad- let me address the, the the lawsuit portion of this yeah I, they are so intentionally referencing the legality of it in their yeah. advertisements. So we keep saying, oh, they're going to get sued into oblivion. Maybe. I'm not a lawyer, but I-, I would imagine that if a startup is blatantly referring to the law in their advertisements, they've they're looked afraid. into it. They're, no, no, no. Uh, they're, they're, they're afraid they're going to get sued, and so they're leading with that. They're saying, no, we've checked this, guys. Seriously, we're pretty sure this is good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I, I don't know about that. But they, they very well could get sued. I, I I don't know. But uh, as far as me using it, yeah. I, I probably, I mean, I probably won't use this. Maybe I'll try it out once and see how how I like it. But I don't know. I mean, this it's it's kind of whatever. I could see a use um, maybe for families. But I also yeah. s- totally see your points about neutering content. I don't want to neuter content. Uh, t- you know, I want to see things as... The artist intended it. I don't know. I'm I torn also think this. it would be like a, a potential huge spoiler problem if you're like reading everything in this graph True. before you see yeah. the movie. No, no, no. Absolutely. You don't. You don't read everything. It's 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 not. They don't. They're not specific. It's like a um, like they just show the timeline and then there's a black line at the points in which something will be taken out. So like if you say I don't want to hear you know this curse word. It'll show you every place that that okay. curse word shows I know up. What, I know what I'm doing now. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to open an account. <laughs> Big Lebowski. And I'm Big doing Lebowski. no, the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm doing. Yes. I'm. Yeah. Uh, this will happen before <laughs> they the reference that. Actually, they actually reference that, and I, I'm curious as to how they edit it out. Is it just a blank space? Do they know, do it like out. old like uh, broadcast networks Friday. used to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, let That's, me also say this. This gives me a, a bad flashback to one of my friends uh, when I was growing up, uh, living in a very you know uh, good wholesome Christian household and they had one of these weird devices that yep. that they plugged into their tv yes. that would neuter content like live as tv even, yeah. as it comes yeah. out yep. and it would replace <laughs> the thing that i always remember is that it would mute the tv if a curse word was coming up and captions would come up but they would replace the whatever naughty word they would replace it with something else in the caption and the one i always remember it would replace the word but not even not even a curse word but the word but it would replace with toe and it just made for some really <laughs> oh some really fun uh, that sounds some fun great. version of the now how do they know <laughs> that needs to the, make a comeback 
the difference between but like in a sentence, you know, but he did this and but as in the body part. What I always assumed is that it read the captions. Like uh, okay, right. Of course, of course. And that's probably what this is doing as well is it's reading the closed captioning um, on, that is on all of these discs and then making the cuts there when it comes to that. The violence, I have no idea how they're doing. They must be watching it per, yeah. uh, like per movie. So is that it, Daniel? Is that kind of your thoughts on the uh, on the matter? Yeah, I'll, I'm, I may give this a shot. I probably won't use it very often, but I may give it a shot. So I'm of two minds with this service. Number one, I think it is completely and totally, for me, offensive. I, You're somebody offended wants, by the offense, God. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. They have done their job. No, but like as a content creator, like if somebody who wants to make movies, I don't want somebody to then create a service that then cuts that down and then maybe somebody who's watching my movie will be totally completely perplexed and confused as to what I just did. Like if there is an action sequence that I've created that is supposed to pull the story forward and that is not there, then the person watching the movie is going to have a skewed view of what my film is trying to say. And so that for me makes me very just kind of upset and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Can, can second, I challenge that real quick? Hang on. Let, let, let sure. yeah. yes, and, then, and, then, and then we can get it. My sure. second thought, however, is this. As soon as they said that the new Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, was going to be rated PG-13, I got really bummed because I want my ch- my children to see that movie and I I, you know, I, I want them to experience it. And so I knew that I was going to have to wait till the movie came out and then watch the movie and then very meticulously know when I need to fast forward and stop and cut around and all that kind of stuff so they can watch the movie with me. And for me, I was like, man, this would be great is to rent The Force Awakens with the VidAngel uh, filters on uh, with my my daughters and they can enjoy the movie without the the horrible you know the, the violence crazy stuff happening in the scary moments and all that kind of stuff and and I can just let that do the work for me rather than me trying to sit there nervously remember what scenes coming up next and me scroll past it so those are my two places uh, like I see a place where it could be helpful but I also see a place where it is harmful and 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 is not what the original creator intended. Um, and so I just don't know what to even think about. That's why I brought it up tonight. That's why I wanted to get your guys' thoughts and feelings on it. Because for me, I'm intrigued. The legality of it is another question we can get into later. But just the thought, the, the idea that I can purchase something and have it edited and then like such into a microscope, such a small level that I can see what's coming up and decide and all that kind of stuff. Just really, I don't know, it's intriguing to me. So, sorry, Daniel, what did you want to say? What is that? What did you yes, that well, tag him now? Say? Go, Daniel. No, no. Well, you sort of, you sort of answered your own challenge. Right. Or the, the thing that I was going to say. So, yeah, I mean, I could I could imagine. I feel the same way as you do. I, I don't want to make something and then have somebody cut it up. Right. But I, at, this, uh, at the same time, I if I was to make an R-rated movie and have let's yeah. let's just imagine I had like one or two F-words, like not much, just one or two. Right. Well, um, like, like this movie I, we watched, Civil War. There's several moments where there's just one like or two like cuss words that I would yeah. not want my children to hear. Exactly. And so uh, yeah. so I can totally respect like uh, you know like you said like children. Of course, I, I totally respect you, a parent not wanting your kids to hear that i get it right. and so parents are going to fast forward or they're going to fast forward and, anyway and, so. And, and so my argument would be that if 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 there's a fast forward a pause or a rewind available in a movie that's not the way the director intended either so yeah. we shouldn't have those tools either 
And so that's kind of the idea here is, is that those tools were available yes. to us. The problem is Why the, not? the victims here are the children. <laughs> because you're going to have all of these parents that just uh, that will use this thing to the nth degree, and then that's they're the going to. I always watched my movies no, right, growing up, though, man. Like I, right, I watched and look them and look how you turned out. That's my point, Chris. <laughs> what kind of world are we going to live in where people are go to college and the only thing they've ever seen I, is kiss my toe? Come on. I loved I loved Die Hard, but I'd never seen Die Hard like the R-rated oh, version. Man. I'd only ever seen the network television version of of Die Hard. So what was it? Yippee. I can't remember what it was, but I always thought it was something completely different. And then when I watched the movie for the first time, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've missed all of this. Uh, it's like watching the movie again. It's it's a wonderful experience. I want that for my children. Chad. I'm tired of these mother-father snakes on this That's Monday to Friday plane. Yes. Yes. Anyway, okay, we can move on. But I just thought that was an interesting uh, thing that I had not seen. And I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on and see what you thought. So, And let's also be realistic. We're yeah. not going to see an entire generation who's uh, no, not no. seeing these curse words. Fit Angel is going to barely ever be used right. if it sticks around. It's not yeah. like it's the new Netflix or something like that. So, um, the, you know, the, let's not get carried away. We'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where these come. This come. I have a feeling in six months I'll come back to you guys and say, Vin Angel's out of business. Uh, but right now they're kicking it as far as marketing goes and you're probably going to see them in your Facebook feed uh, so uh, anyway just wanted to give you guys a heads up and find out what you guys thought so awesome good stuff anybody else have any final thoughts on that before we move on save the children awesome let's move into the main events welcome to the main event alright for our main event we are reviewing Captain America Civil War this job we try to save as many people as we can Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. I was wrong about you. The whole world was wrong about you. The IMDb description is political interference in the Avengers activities causes a rift between former allies Captain America and Iron Man. I'm sure that you guys all saw this one because this has been a long anticipated film, the third in the Captain America trilogy, as some like to call it, and the 15 millionth Marvel comic book movie. But, you know, we all saw it and we are here to review it for you today. So, Daniel, we would like to hear from you first. What did you think of Captain America Civil War? Well, it took me a while to get into it because I was waiting for Abraham Lincoln to show up, and then I realized it was a different Civil War altogether. So, question: Does Vid Angel filter out bad jokes? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So, um, for real. So, it's been a while since I've been truly impressed by a Marvel film. The past two were Age of Ultron, which was. Just it was fine, but it was utterly boring. And then Ant Man was hilarious, but it was still just sort of more of the same to me. So I haven't been really like 
really impressed by a Marvel movie in a while. Um, and I really wanted Civil War to do something different. And honestly, I'm not sure if it entirely did, uh, if it did much different uh, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, it's still freaking incredible. The movie felt fresh and fun and exciting, and I really loved it. So first, the action, just like in Winter Soldier, it's like gritty and realistic and and fantastic to me. I I could see it's definitely overly shaky. I could see how some complaints could be well-founded there. But for me, I really enjoyed the action. The characters as a whole were just so good. Um, The characters we know are completely fully fleshed out and their motivations throughout the film that's the thing their motivations are understandable and believable and um maybe a little deeper than than most of the marvel movies we've seen and then the new characters black panther and spider-man are just incredible and uh we didn't need an origin story for either of them uh, either of them they just they're just there and they work um and spider-man's hilarious and fits in really well and then uh, the villain is one of the best in the cinematic universe for me. All around, I just loved this movie. I thought um, the motivations, like I said, were just really believable. It was hilarious. I thought throughout the whole movie, I was watching it, and I was like, man, it's so obvious that Captain America is the one you need to be siding with. It's just so obvious. And then I got out of the movie and said that to my wife. And she was like, what? I'm totally Team Iron Man. I thought it was so obvious that he was right. So I, I it actually handled... I, apparently, it handled uh, balancing balancing that for the audience really well. I, th- I thought it was one-sided, but uh, I guess it's at least between me and my wife. It's not so one-sided. So hmm. I think they handled that conflict really well. So, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the scene everybody's going to talk about is the airport hangar scene. And uh, that is one of the best action sequences I've ever seen. Uh, but we'll get to that in the top three later on. So, <laughs> overall, I loved it. Fantastic movie. All right, a raving review from Daniel, not a giant surprise. Chad, <laughs> what did you think? How dare you? Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stereotyping? <laughs> just saying you're Chris Jr. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, Chad, did you love it as much as Daniel? Well, I've been on record as saying that my favorite Marvel film of the entire list of the last however many years, I guess 2008 since they started making movies, is Winter Soldier. I love what the the Russo brothers brought to it, a sense of grounded realism, action that was easy to follow, but also visceral and exciting. And so just because they were directing this movie, I was more excited about it because very much like Daniel, and I think probably a lot of us other than Chris on the podcast here, have been kind of over the this whole world being destroyed, threatening, menace every year, or sometimes two times a year with all these films. So I went into it with a little bit higher expectation. I watched Winter Soldier the day before just to kind of catch up, and that was a very good decision on my part because it's been a couple of years, and it actually filled in a lot of things that might have been forgotten had I not. And I, I just have to say that this is... This is obviously movie number three that is better than Batman versus Superman uh, on my list. And it what I liked about this movie is that they demonstrated how you can show two conflicting ideologies, make you understand the perspective from both sides, care about both sides of it, back and forth between uh, maybe how you're feeling one moment to the next. And then as a result, when the fight starts happening, you actually care about it. And so, yes, I, I really, really very much like this movie. Now, I've seen a lot of 
hyperbolic comments from people like this is the greatest comic book movie of all time and all that and I'm not I'm not on that train but I loved it I did love it and I think I need to see it again to process it again it felt a little long to me but overall you can't ask for much more out of a superhero movie there are fantastic moments set pieces that are memorable you care about all the characters you very much like Daniel said the motivation is clear even though the plot is a little convoluted the motivations of the characters at least are very clear and so you understand why they're doing what they're doing and as a result you enjoy the conflict. It's also not afraid to have fun, to be silly, to be lighthearted, and to make jokes at their own at the character's own expense. Uh, and the audience that I saw it with, we were laughing uh, multiple times. There were multiple cheers. And I think that Marvel has just hit another home run. One of my favorite tweets that I saw that was comparing this to Batman versus Superman said, this is like Batman versus Superman, except it's good. And I agree with that. It's 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 very similar, but, but just great. And I really enjoyed it. And I'll, I'm definitely going to see it again. So yeah, I liked it. All right. That's pretty, that's pretty high praise, Chad. Uh, let's see what, let's see what Josh has to say. <laughs> about about this film. So tell us what you thought. Well, to follow on what Chad said about Batman versus Superman, it I understand that they were probably being written at the exact same time, but the way this movie feels after having seen Batman versus Superman, it's like the writers in this movie watched that movie and watched everyone criticize it as the DC Murderverse Murderverse and was like and they said to themselves, I know how we're gonna respond to this. And they made the exact opposite, where everyone is concerned about human life in this movie. And it's, it's, very, it's a very stark contrast, and it really feels like a response, even though it's not. But I will, about this movie, I will start out by saying it was so, so much better than Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. And all the criticisms that I have about Age of Ultron, well, I had one main criticism about Age of Ultron, really. And that was the, the writing feeling so one-dimensional. There were different characters in this movie, and that was really refreshing. They had different personalities, and they weren't all trying to dish out one-liners. And that meant that when someone did have a one-liner to deliver, it landed. And Are you, wait, what, say that again, Josh, just one more time. I want to be clear on that so I can come back to that in a second. Say it one more time. You said what now about one-liners? <laughs> Not every character in the movie had their main focus as delivering one-liners and being funny. Oh. Yeah. And there were a couple characters who were just people, and everyone else was cracking jokes. And There, there were, were many one-line characters, however, but continue, well, please. Well, yes, <clears throat> there were. And, and there were several characters trying to be the funny guy, but from different angles. But the, the writing was a lot crisper in this movie than it was in Age of Ultron. And overall, it was, it was fun. Like, I... I'm not the kind of person who really just loves superhero movies and loves tent poles, obviously. But this was an entertaining escape superhero movie, and it was good. And all the things that uh, Daniel and Chad have said in support of it, I agree with. Um, I also agree with Daniel when he said there was a little bit, little bit of shaky cam going on there, and I was every once in a while that got to me. the The shaky wasn't every fight sequence, so I could deal with it. Uh, the one main problem that I have with the movie is I grew up as a kid watching Spider-Man cartoons and loving Spider-Man, mm -hmm. and they wrecked Spider-Man's backstory in this movie, and it's kind of sad. But other than that, it's a good movie. 
All right. I think that possibly is the highest praise we can get from Josh. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think far, it is. I think this it is. movie is turning out to be a favorite. Especially from like a blockbuster uh, yeah. type movie. Yeah. Listen, yeah. The, world, the world is about to implode because Chris is going to not like this movie. I can already <laughs> tell. I can already tell. <laughs> I should add, actually, that I, I never saw Winter Soldier. I need to go back and watch Winter Soldier. That could have cleared a couple things up. It would yeah, have. I feel like I got enough better. story having watched through this one with this soldier is such an awesome character and the first yeah. the first yeah. movie is still my favorite marvel movie it's great this movie definitely dumps you right into really the does. sequel of the winter soldier with no explanation just expects that you know what's going on yeah no no which is nice because they have plenty to do already in this movie right it? yes absolutely maybe some would say even too much <laughs> okay chris yeah. What did you think of this movie? You know what? This movie was great. I had a good time in this movie. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there, there was just it was a good fun time. Especially, you know, the action sequences were great. the The interplay between the heroes was fantastic. Uh, knowing what character had what strength, and they were playing off of their strengths and weaknesses so well, it was great. There's a sequence early on in the movie when they're chasing down a bad guy, a, a band of. Uh, of the Avengers together. And, you know, you've got Scarlet Witch who is flinging people through windows and just all kinds of just crazy stuff happening. Uh, and, and all of them using, you know, their puzzle pieces together to make a better whole. All that stuff I really enjoyed. Uh, there's a lot of really good ideas. And I just feel like, for me, at least, this movie bit off a whole lot more than it could chew. And I'm a geek, and so I like all that stuff. Just like I said with Batman versus Superman, like I, I, I enjoy the main story uh, of of this film. But they they didn't need to have Spider Man in this movie. He he serves no purpose whatsoever at all, other than just being cool and being Spider Man. So I enjoy seeing him. But he's literally useless in this movie. Uh, there's no reason for him to be here. And that's unfortunate because from everything that I heard about going into it, they were saying that he was vital to the plot and important and, uh, you know, they couldn't make the movie without him. And, you know, and that was true of the Civil War comics, but that is not true of this movie. He's kind of one of those one, uh, one-liner guys. There's several of them in here. Ant-Man is another one of them. Uh, but he has a nice big one-liner. Um, and uh, <laughs> so uh, I just, you know, I, for me, like, uh, I, it just, for me, it feels like uh, they were just, they, they packed it all in. Uh, they got an amazing action sequence out of it. Uh, and the rest of the movie kind of just specifically the the, the main um, villain in this film, I didn't quite I didn't know what was going on coming into the movie. It's not in any of the marketing. They don't give it away. They don't you know, have no idea what the main conflict other than, you know, Tony and uh, Steve Rogers disagree with one another. Other than that fact, I didn't really know what the conflict was going to be in this movie. Uh, and I got to say that secondary conflict, the quote unquote villain, just did not work at all for me. I thought it was kind of ridiculous and stupid really? and oh, I disagree with you 100% completely Same. hang on completely makes and to me even worse than Lex Luthor's plan in Batman oh versus no, you've lost your mind because <laughs> we'll get into it we'll get into it in spoilers but it, he he completely expects one character to do something and if he doesn't do it exactly correct none of what happens would have happened oh, um, so none of 
So you're um, saying it's like every plan and everything that no, ever happens. No, 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 no. This is this is this it is relies such, on things to happen. Such a thin thread that it's <laughs> oh, it ridiculous. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, what? what why would they do this? And, and this and this movie of all these options of what the things they could have done, they chose to do that. That doesn't okay, whatever. But anyway, so that that's my biggest criticism of the movie. Now, hang on, I'm not saying I don't like the movie because of it. I I really had a great time in this movie. If you ask me, should I go see this? 100% yes. It is a great time. It is fantastic. Firing on all cylinders. It's a geek fest. If you enjoy these characters at all, you're going to love Spider-Man. You're going to love seeing all the Avengers. You're going to love the whole thing. But <clears throat> there are some weak points that definitely make it not like the best. I still think Winter Soldier is better than this movie. I agree. But I think uh, but it is definitely better than Ultron. Yeah. And it is definitely better than Ant-Man. But Ant-Man was starting to be something different. And I don't think that makes it any worse but definitely Ultron if, if this is a better Avengers movie than Ultron ever was so that's just well, that's my uh, so far you've said more negative things about this movie than you did Batman versus Superman and I yes, just cannot no, I enjoyed, handle that hang on just a second the problem for me is is that people are comparing these two films and fine if you want me to compare them I will I, I still enjoyed Batman versus Superman better oh than my god Batman versus oh my god. is a hang on just a second this is a darker movie than Batman versus Superman oh what a, yeah more depressing movie than Batman versus Superman. What? Batman what? versus Superman is all about hope. Uh, and this For is who? where you were getting punched here, right? <laughs> the way this movie ends uh, is, is depressing and is not is not the way I want to leave the theater. So we'll talk about it and and and, mm. and maybe I and obviously you guys aren't gonna disagree you're gonna disagree with me on that. But I'm not saying this movie is a bad movie. You guys said Batman versus Superman is terrible, blah blah blah. Because it is, but whatever. It's fine. But for me, if if you know I'm looking at this movie and I have to compare it to Batman versus Superman, I see very similar beats. Yep. I see very similar moments. Um, and I enjoyed both of them very, very much. But if you're asking me which one do I prefer, I don't want to really answer that question. But I still like them both mm. very, very much for different things. Marvel's take on that, DC's take on that. But I still think this one, especially the way it ends, is a lot darker than the way that Batman versus Superman ends. So anyway, that's my piece. That's what I thought about it. And let's move into let's move into something else. But I'm sorry, no, Melody's got to talk, don't you? You got to talk. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Melody, please redeem your husband's segment, Chris. Once in a while, I get a word in. Yes. This movie clearly had a fatal flaw, and I feel like none of you have given proper attention to the fact that Thor is not in this film and is very sad. So let's all just take sad. a moment to mourn. The lack of Thor, the but beyond that, Thor is what <laughs> really any sort of Thor. But anyway, <laughs> uh, other than that, I totally loved this movie. I really did, and I was totally ready to not love it. I really did not want to go see it. I really like after Age of Ultron. I was really pretty much, you know, just not excited about these movies anymore. I was in from the very beginning of this of this film. And I I really loved most all of it. Uh, I definitely thought it was too long. And I, I'm not quite as far with Chris as he is about how it doesn't make any sense at the end because it's a movie. But I really was, I really didn't love the last 10 minutes or so. I really didn't love what they did with it. Um, the dark, the darkness that it had, but also just the, the plot. I, I just felt like it could have been something so much better than it was at the end but they set other up than that, something that was seemed like it was going to be pretty cool and then right yeah that i was ready for what they had set up and then the turn it took was like really okay well that's fine i guess but that was disappointing but the rest of the film i loved and 
honestly, like, the reason I really, really did not want to see this movie is because I just am not a fan of seeing heroes fight each other. Like, in my mind, they're heroes, they're good, and, you know, they should just work out their differences and not fight. That's ridiculous. But, like you guys have said, this movie really does a good job of helping you see both sides and helping you, like, I completely buy why this happens in the movie. I completely, like... I honestly, as I'm sitting there watching this movie, uh, thinking about my life, I'm like, it was a good thing I saw this movie today. I feel like it's inspired me to remember two sides of things in the real world, too. So I was very surprised that that came through in this film yeah. in, a, in a real way right. instead of just being funny. But yeah, true. Yeah, I, I thought it was un- great. Unlike Batman versus Superman, it actually is interested in asking and exploring interesting questions. But back to you, Melody, please. <laughs> I did not. I also enjoyed Batman versus Superman, so don't bash on it too hard. I I won't compare the two. If I okay, if I had to, I would choose this one. Yeah, I would probably choose this one. I had more fun in this movie, and I like fun. So I loved Ant Man. Uh, I liked Spider Man. I agree that he wasn't necessary to the plot in any way, but except to keep it a little bit lighter, except to have some of those moments of levity, and except to see Tony Stark being Tony Stark. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. Anyways, enough talk. Let's get into spoilers. But first, before we do, let's give our final recommendations about theater or no theater. I feel like we all know what we're going to say, but we'll get it out there anyway. So Daniel, should our listeners see this film? Absolutely. Uh, because you've already seen it. All of you have already seen it. Go <laughs> see it for a true. second time and get it taken care of because it's fantastic. Chad, should they see it in the theater? Yeah, she should see this in the theater for sure. It's the definition of a cinema cinematic spectacle film. It would be, I think it would be less effective watching it at home. But yeah, you should see this and you should see it in the theater for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Our resident theater hater, Josh, what say you? <laughs> I agree with Chad. I, it's, mm. it's what the theater is. I mean, it's why you go to the theater. Sure, yeah. people are going to be eating popcorn and making noise, but they're also going to be cheering at all the scenes. And yeah. this is this is a spectacle movie. And if you watched at home, unless you have a hundred and fifty inch screen, it's just not going to be quite the same. I feel like Josh's heart has warmed immeasurably. Something has happened, <laughs> and we should no, say that. I, it, it, I know when I'm beaten on stuff like this with the crowd is. rather than trying right. to fight the yeah. All right, Chris. Oh, absolutely! This movie—you're gonna have a blast. There's, there's—it's—it's it's a fantastic film. Take you know your your teenage kids if you got them. You know how it was fun for us when I went to see the movie. We had a a birthday uh, a group of boys uh, who were like I don't know maybe probably twelve or thirteen or fourteen, but sitting behind us, and they were having a blast. It is a—it's a great movie. It really is. It's a dumb action, crazy, awesome spectacle movie, and uh, you should definitely go. Go, go watch it. It's great. And it's not dumb. Allow me to paraphrase, Chris. After all the terrible things I said about this movie, I'm still no. not saying it's a bad movie because literally nothing could make me say that. No, I, I, <laughs> I didn't say bad. I, look, I was, just, I was just telling you the things that I found. What are you talking about? Come on, man. Don't, don't put words in my mouth. It's not what I said at all. Come on. All right. I was, it's not great. what you said. It's a paraphrase. That's what a paraphrase oh, is. Josh. So much love. All right. I also think that everyone should see this movie. Ladies, you should see it, even though you'll be a little heartbroken with no Thor. Chris Evans isn't the worst thing to look at, so you'll be okay. Oh my God. And with that, let's go to spoilers. <laughs> the first rule of Fight Club is 
You do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? But there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führers brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. And in the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. And he's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. Okay, so let's address uh, Chris. You didn't like Zemo. Why uh, like not? his plan? Because his plan all hinged on Iron Man showing up, like Iron Man growing oh, hold intelligence, on. figuring out all this stuff, and showing up at that base at the exact right time to see that videotape. If see, Iron I, Man had not been there, nothing would have happened. I so, thought that's what you were thinking, and I thought that at first too. Um, the way I ended up interpreting it was that he doesn't—he doesn't have to know that there's already been infighting. He doesn't have to know that the group is split up. He just right. has to release that footage and draw them all there, and then show them that tape. But there was no. But he didn't do that, though. Is what I'm saying. The only thing he did was draw the Winter Soldier and uh, Captain America there. Those are the only two folks that were going to show up. Iron Man just happened to show up. He just happened to grow conscious at that very moment. Nobody else was coming. Nobody else was going. He wouldn't have stayed on the other side of that glass and been like, hey, guys, oh, Iron Man's here too? <laughs> Watch his video on the other side of the screen. So I'm protected. Don't hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't, it, and, and he wasn't planning on doing anything else. He just wanted to, them to fight each other, and then he was going to die on the hillside. Like, to me, that just didn't. For the rest of the movie being so good and seeming like it was leading up to something and there's this mastermind behind everything, that moment just it all hinged I totally on that disagree. That was wonderful. Was. The thing that made that moment that so wonderful. The, the reason that ma- the thing that made that whole ending or not the full ending, but that moment so so powerful was because as good as the airport scene was, okay. It was exciting and it was amazing and exciting and fun. But it was also silly because they were they were friends. They were friends. They weren't trying to kill. Right. That was my favorite line in the movie when Scarlet Witch said, You're pulling your punches, which is exactly what's happening. They're all friends. They love they have a complete disagreement and they're just you know what I mean? They're trying to figure it out. Thank you for making the point that I was making. What I'm trying to say is that that's why the ending then was at, because I was disappointed, not disappointed maybe too strong a word, but I didn't enjoy the airport scene as much as I would have because it was just kind of cute. It was f- awesome, but it was just cute. And then yeah. at the end, when you got the real stakes and they were really trying to hurt each other, it but made they, that whole thing have so much more but meaning. The, no, but see, that's the thing is that, like, to me, Tony Stark would not have, number one, at, reacted that way. Uh, number two, well, that, it did not make any sense. Wh- no, it just didn't make any sense that he would know and be able to 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 know that Tony Stark would have gotten all that information, put all the puzzle pieces together at that very moment to be there at that exact same moment that both the Winter Soldier, Captain America, and freaking Iron Man were in the exact same place. So you're letting the convenience, you're, the- a convenience of a plot point, ruin. What no. was ostensibly? No, that was not his plot point. That was his master plan, Chad. No, the the deal with Zemo and the video and everything, yeah, isn't that he has to draw Iron Man to the bunker? 
he's releasing the footage to draw all of them to the bunker. It is a coincidence that the rest of the plot in the movie has happened, as far as Zemo is concerned. Ding, ding, it's ding, a ding, coincidence ding. that that fight has already happened. He is releasing that footage of the doctor in the hotel room to draw them all there and get them into a fight. The fact that the Winter Soldier and Captain America were separate from Iron Man is incidental to his plan. That's correct. Thank you. And I'm I'm still I'm still confused. The point what point are you trying to make? You're saying that the the whole deal Zemo had was that he was expecting that only those three characters or any of them, all of them, could have shown up. Is that what you're saying? And he would have been fine that way too. Correct. Or none of them showed up. Or like, no, no, he's he's counting on them showing up. But what I'm saying is, I heard your argument as it's a huge coincidence. That yeah. since they were split up, Tony Stark saw that footage and decided to follow the rest of them there at to the help. Exact mo- yeah, at the exact moment. I mean, you, you're saying you, you think that if that wouldn't have happened, so if it had just been Winter Soldier and Captain America and Tony had been halfway around the world and was like six hours delayed to get there, right, or whatever it was, who cares? It just didn't happen. Iron Man wasn't able to show up. You're saying the same thing would have happened. He would have just, what, got, gotten away from Winter Soldier and Captain America and released the footage later? Uh, in theory, he could have because he was okay. behind that glass. But what I'm saying is that, yes, you're right that Tony Stark is important to his plan. Vital. But I'm saying it's not as, <laughs> yes, vital to the to the plan of the video. Yeah. But it's not as as huge of a coincidence sure that you make it out to be when you say that, that Tony Stark found the footage and put it together. He was counting on him being part of the Avengers and them all figuring it out together. What are you talking about? You mean you talking about Tony Stark putting all the pieces together that Zumo Zumo released the hotel murder and he did uh, the fact that that probably exonerates the Winter Soldier? Is that what you're talking about? That that piece? No. Look, okay. Here, here's the bottom line. Here's here, let me just say this much. Fine, whatever. I'm just saying that it is a a, a conceit that to me. To ask me to go too far and seemed a little bit silly. Like they were setting up this kill squad and they were setting up all this stuff, and he, it just seemed a little too contrived to me that not only would he kill all those potential soldiers that could protect him if the Avengers in full showed up, not only did that, but he 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 knew that that he could be behind this glass, that the three of them would walk in, that they would then watch this video, that then. Tony would have this particular response to that video, in which case we would do exactly what he expected. I'm just saying, I find it hard to believe that the video would then launch Tony into the the the, the tirade that it did. And I'm saying that if if it was any other place other than right there at that very moment, let's say Tony did have that, I have a feeling that Winter Soldier would have been gone like he was already planning on doing, I, so, and none of this would have ever happened at all. So that's what I'm saying is that it, well, it, the only way this works is if that moment happened exactly the way it did, and it just seemed ridiculous to me in a film that was seemed to be building up to something cooler than that. Well, that's I fundamentally disagree with that because the Winter okay. Soldier has been an enemy of the entire Avengers and the world all the way up until the very last moments of this movie and then he sees literally not of Captain America Captain America knew right, where right, right, right. Bucky but, was but of Tony and you're, what you've mentioned more than once is that Tony wouldn't have reacted that way he right. has been an enemy to Tony and then he literally sees him murder no. his family his mother and father he and you don't we, think he would fly off the handle? I'm sorry, hang on a second. We haven't, we, have, we haven't, he hasn't been an enemy to Tony. We haven't seen Tony and Winter Soldier so, interact. So, right. Hang on, Adelaide. He hasn't been hey, an enemy haven't... to Tony. So all everything that happened in Winter Soldier, Tony didn't know about any of that? 
come on, Chris. No, I'm saying that he would. He didn't interact with the Winter Soldier. He didn't know Doesn't who he ma- was. Uh, okay, come on. No, that's what I'm saying. You could say the exact same thing about Black Panther. Then, come oh, on, dude. Lord. All right, fine. That's so, okay. whatever. Uh, anyway, continue, Daniel. Please <laughs> right, Daniel, move us out of here. So, one thing I loved about the villain, because there was something that I loved about him, uh, yeah. was that it wasn't a big world-ending thing like all these superheroes were, or uh, all these superhero movies are. It was just this, he just had one semi-minor goal, and that was just to basically tear apart the Avengers, I guess. And it Yeah, hang on worked. just a second. That is a world ending. What, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going to no, kill... He didn't want power for himself. He right, just wanted yeah. to end them. Uh, yeah. The, which is... He just wanted revenge what? against... Okay, go the ahead. Avengers. He wasn't trying to destroy the world. He was tr- trying to destroy the Avengers. He didn't care okay. if the rest of the world dies because of this. Uh, um, yeah, I mean... I, Okay. And he wasn't grandstanding, he wasn't monologuing, he wasn't doing any of this. It was very uh, small in a way. Uh, and so I loved how that was very different from most superhero movies. So I totally that has agree. nothing to do with your discussion from before. That no, was it a doesn't. separate thing. You're right. No, I, I agree with you. I, 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 what you just described, I totally agree. I think that's, that is a, a great thing to have in a movie that's normally these kind of films there is a blue light that shines into the sky and is going to destroy the entire universe um so yeah i i understand that there was no blue light shining into the heavens in this movie that's absolutely and that's right. why i was willing to forgive the fact that they had set up this awesome kill squad and they're just all dead yeah that's that was so annoying to me like it just seemed like what Okay. All right. Whatever. What, what are we doing? I thought that was great. I thought it was fantastic. It was. It subverted but the everybody's did, expectations. The payoff didn't. Didn't. No. It, it did. You're expecting something, and it just didn't. For me, pay off the way that oh, I was. It was fantastic. It. The fight between Bucky and uh, Captain yeah. America. No, it's great. It's it was a great phenomenal. Fight. Oh man, it's it so good. Phenomenal. It really was freaking awesome. I agree with you on that. But and while we're disagreeing, I also completely that. disagree about Spider-Man. I thought he was fantastic in this movie. But he's not. And oh yeah, he was. But yeah, totally so what is when is the litmus test? It has to be essential to anything. What does no, that no, no, even no. mean in a movie like this? Well, he was, in there so was just saying he was set up that way. It's so big. The movie already has so much to do to add Spider-Man to it. There was no. He he played no vital role in the plot like the director said he would like everybody in the marketing said he would i'm just saying they said he was he was vital to the plot he's important we couldn't have made the movie without spider-man now tell me that's true of okay course it's not. but i don't care what anybody says about the movie going in i care about the movie itself it was you great read less yeah. about stuff and just go experience it okay i got a side of chris on this one i loved spider-man in the movie yeah, i loved him but uh just in the same way that we bashed batman versus superman for having those scenes that yes. they could have been cut out I agree. You could have cut out Spider-Man, and in terms of plot, the movie wouldn't have it would have been, been the same. Hurt. It would have been but, the exact same. It would have been better. But I don't think it would have been better. But Spider-Man it would have been was because they destroyed awesome. his backstory, and I'm still mad. No. I, look, they look finally back. showed Spider-Man in the way that he actually is in the comics, regardless of his backstory. This is the first Everybody's Spider-Man movie that. where I, comics are all backstory <laughs> and superpowers. Come on, yeah. I, here, here's the deal for me. Like, I loved Spider-Man's quips and his one-liners and his, oh, man, cool, you got a, a, an iron arm or whatever, like, metal arm, cool. Like, that was great. All that stuff is wonderful. And I would have watched an entire movie, which I'm sure we will see, the, the uh, Spider-Man hum- Homecoming movies coming out uh, within the next couple of years. So we'll see that movie. But it did feel just like a, an extended trailer, a, hey, look what we have coming. Rather than kind of what Ultron did and kind of what Avengers did, which is they had to 
there's a plot and then they have to add in these little pieces in order to build the world and while I enjoy I said I enjoy that stuff I'm a geek I like seeing that stuff it didn't actually serve the movie. I don't think it actually made the movie. But again, I, I I fundamentally disagree with that because if you take him out, okay, yeah. does it make the movie any better or worse? Right? It makes if, the movie better. It makes it, it tighter. Do you really think it makes it better? Disagree. Come on, Chris. That's the litmus test. There's all you, kinds of things that in Batman and Superman, if you took it out, it would make the movie better. Taking yeah. Spider-Man out of this movie doesn't make this a better movie. It doesn't. Yeah. It absolutely doesn't. Which doesn't. part of the which Spider-Man scenes you take out? I think I think I think it would it, it would it would make the movie leaner. I think it would make it and make more sense. Like yeah, I, I agree, Josh. Probably now that you've said that, like I think the Aunt May, him, Tony it's Stark terrible. walking it's in, terrible. all that kind of stuff. Like if that was out of it and he just showed up, like literally, you know, yep. Iron Man said under ruse, and he just freaking showed up, and there was Spider Man with no backstory at all. We had no idea where he came from or why he was there. Yeah, I, I that may that may wrong be so. much wrong. better. No, you would absolutely, better. absolutely be sitting here and going, yep. "Where did he come from? Yep. Why didn't we know that?" Yes. Yes. Movie up movie. No. Hold on, yes, they would. Hold on, wouldn't. two I would seconds. Not. I have two words for you on that note, Ant Man. Right. He shows up in a van asleep. Except have that you Ant Man has Ant-Man? an entire movie. We, yeah, we <laughs> what are you movie. talking about, Josh? I have three Spider Man movies. Where no, did he come no, from in the context no. of this story? Did you see the movie Ant Man, Josh? No, I did not. Okay, then there that's you why go. you don't know. So, there there you was go. this Just scene. stop. Just stop. Yeah, they set this up. Uh. So. But, but all, all I'm saying, you know, right? All, all I'm saying is, is that I, I like you're, you're. I think you're totally missing what I'm saying here, and and I don't want you not to to understand this. I loved Spider Man. I thought it was a wonderful moment in this movie. I just don't don't think as sitting down in the movie, Melody. What did you think of Spider Man? Because you had no preconceived notions of him even being in this movie. You didn't even know he was going to show up. What did you I think about his? You read our like, chat. Like I said, I, I thought that his existence brought some levity yeah. to the film to make it a little bit lighter, Some have some funny moments. I thought it was weird. Like, obviously, that's not the backstory of Spider-Man that we necessarily know. But whatever. Like, it didn't bother me. It didn't. I don't think it necessarily added anything great, but... It didn't bother me. That's not what I would have probably taken out to make this movie shorter. Yeah, I think I agree with everything that Chad said. I think it, uh, you know, it didn't add anything plot-wise, but uh, it did add, like like Melody said, it added levity. It added a lot of humor. It was it was great. So a lot of great action as well. Yeah, yeah. Also, Archangel. That's who that is, right? Was he in Winter Soldier? Archangels in X Men. Oh, right. That's X Men. Okay, who's the other? Who's the guy with the wings? Falcon. 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 He, Was he in Winter, Winter Soldier? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, most of these they set up really well. Spider Man is the only one who we had no clear backstory on, but he's his movie is going to be coming out within the next couple of years, so we'll we'll have all of that. We'll we'll see it. Can't wait to see what they did with uh with his uncle. Yeah. I hope we don't see what happens. What? What anyway, did you have a problem? What did you have a problem with with his backstory, Josh? Just tell me real quick because I didn't catch it. Because you seemed really offended by it. <laughs> I am very offended. offended by it. His aunt and uncle are old, and his whole reason for fighting crime is his old uncle gets killed by a simple street thug, right. like a, a simple robbery. That I. Yeah. 
We've don't that see that happening. Times. And Aunt May is all, is this wise figure in his life. And Marissa Tomei is like, what in her forties? Late late forties. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not who Aunt May is. And, he, and Peter Parker not, is like what fourteen in this movie? Fifteen? Something like He's that. in high school, which which yeah. he is in the comics when he starts yeah. out. I, I didn't have a problem with him, except that you know it's not the character I'm used to, not the actor I'm used to seeing, but. I, I thought, thought the Spider-Man awesome. character was great. Yeah. I thought his context was, I don't know why they did that. Well, we haven't seen it yet, Josh. Maybe maybe there will be a justification there for Marissa Tomei and what happened to his uncle. And hopefully it's yeah. just a couple one-liners that don't... Maybe the don't Flash try. took him back in time. You know, you yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Superman go. can be a murderous a-hole, then Spider-Man can have young <laughs> That's right. And That's true. right. That's Anything right. possible, folks. Amen. This movie is so good. It was great. I loved it. No, don't turn around on it now. I'm not turning around on it. I never said anything Literally nothing that. could make me dislike a movie. Huh? <laughs> nothing. Josh, that's my favorite thing you said. I'm going to make that my ringtone when you call me. Three, two, one. The top three. All right, inspired by this lively discussion of Captain America Civil War, let's take a look at our top three superhero fights in film history. Superhero showdowns. As always, <laughs> don't. Don't cut to the actual top three thing. Just play that. <laughs> As always, with our top three segment, we didn't make any hyper-specific cr- criteria for this list. It could be film. It could be TV. It doesn't matter. Comics? Th- uh, I don't. I was saying this is going to be chaos. <laughs> Pretty much. It always is. So uh, as long as it's a scene involving a superhero and a fight take- takes place, I suppose that counts. So... Let's get. Can we the define ball- superhero? We have. I was just gonna say. We I refuse. Okay. <laughs> Good for you, Daniel. Daniel, that was so great. I refuse. So let's get the ball rolling with Chad. Chad, first, tell me about how you made your list, and then give us your number three favorite superhero fight of all time. Well, I did have to create some sort of criteria. So for mine, they they did have to be. Uh, movies only, so no books, no comics, etc., no TV. And for my definition of superhero, it just had to be someone that is. And I, again, how how you know how can you do it? Had to be someone that's widely recognized as being a superhero. That's that's the best I could do. So my number three is, wow. yeah. I mean, because how how would you define it? I mean, my, Fireman down the street is a superhero. So come on, that's right. So for me, my number th- yeah, my number three <laughs> is from Captain America: Winter Soldier, and it's a sequence. It's the bridge escape scene, the first time that the Winter Soldier encounters Captain America. Oh yeah, uh, and Black Widow, and it's about a maybe eight minutes sequence where they're going swinging under underpasses and jumping over cars, but it's it's so weighty. It like feels very weighty, and the action is unbelievable. And I remember just being thrilled by it when I saw it in the theater, and I've rewatched it several times since. And it just every time it's one of the best action, pure action sequences in a movie, in my opinion, in general. So yeah, that's my number three. It's great. Nice. All right, great. I have a feeling that's not the first, the, not the last time we're going to see Winter Soldier on these lists here. So, all right. I don't know who we're going to next. Melody. Let's see. All right. All right, Melody. What is your number three superhero fight 
of all time. And did you have any criteria that you placed on yourself like Chad did? Well, I feel like I'm just going to be the little echo for this one um, because I, I did the same movies only and I, I define superhero as uh, well-recognized persons with uh, extra abilities or plus Batman. Okay. so <laughs> That's awesome. The well-recognized. But I love my nerd there. wife who she can, she can say that. Plus Batman. I mean, yep. I feel like I've lost a lot of nerd credit lately, but that's okay. It's all good. Uh, but uh, interestingly enough, my number three is the exact same che- scene that Chad just said. Now, I will have what? to admit. Wow. That's crazy. I, uh, well, okay. It is. I made my list ahead of time. I will have to admit, like... I. Superhero fight scenes don't necessarily stick deeply in my mind. Uh, well, one does, but that's my number one. But, um, I, I, like, I don't know. After a while, they kind of just all blur together and whatever. So I, I was trying to remember, like, great moments where I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this fight scene. And I just remember Winter Soldier, like, a lot of the fight scenes in that movie being, like, some of the first ones where you can really follow what the the, the fights, then the action that's going on, and it's not just, like, sensory overload to where you don't care and we saw the similar fight scenes in in this newest captain america movie the the first fight scene when they're in the streets in this one too is the same thing where you're just really tracking with every movement but i feel like that was the first one that i clearly remember doing that so that's my number three yep they shoot a lot of that stuff in wide shots and it makes it so much better because you can see what's going on it's amazing yeah and high frame rate too it's really good uh all right, uh, I keep forgetting to look at who I'm going Chris. to. Chris, this is insane. Okay, all right, Chris, give me your number three superhero fight of all time. I love how you don't ask me for my criteria, and it's good because I don't have. I just any. expected it. I expected um, it. So for me, uh, my number three was uh, a television series called Daredevil, uh, and there is I don't know what episode it is. I think it's four or five. It's um, season one, episode two. Is it really? Yes, it no is. Reason, <laughs> no reason that I know that. No reason that I know that. Okay, well, okay, yeah. So anyway, season one, episode number two, there's a hallway sequence. It's one take, or at least it's meant to look like one take. Uh, and it is, it, it blew my mind while I was watching the series. Um, I didn't know it was coming. Um, I just started watching the series. And as soon as that that thing happened, it kept going and it kept going and it kept getting better and better and it, it is amazing and season two they try and top it and they may actually do that I don't, I'm not exactly sure I, I'm still trying to decide but it didn't give me the same visceral experience that that first sequence did uh, it is really incredible it is well done it's well shot it's unexpected and as soon as I saw it I went online to see if anybody else had noticed it and of course you know everybody had and they'd all you know talked about how amazing it was and I totally agree so for me Daredevil season one Episode number two, apparently. Yes. Great pick. All right, Josh, you're up. Number three superhero fight of all time. All right. So remember when Melody said they all blur together and become the same thing for her? Like, for me, take that and turn it up to 11. Like, I have no... (laughs) So for my list, for number three, can I go with... I go with like Woody Allen struggling against his childhood in Annie Hall. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe the brutal confrontation between Heath Ledger, Jake Gyllenhaal, and their culture in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> that was a courageous struggle. Oh. What is happening? Oh, gosh. I wish I knew how to I wish I could quit you, Pepper. So so unless <laughs> So right. unless unless you actually haven't seen any more 
more than three superhero movies, that doesn't count. No, you know, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull something out of a hat here. For number three, I'm going to go with, even though I did not like the movie overall, the first sequence in Age of Ultron was pretty good. So I'll go with that. Remind me what the first sequence is, Josh. It is, uh, they are... I forget the setup for it. Through the, the, snow, the fight sequence the is a, it's a it's a motion sequence in the snow. Oh right, they're like okay. tracking yeah, yeah, yeah. through yeah, the trees. Yeah, that's it's right. You're right. Yeah. That is a great sequence. Cool. So yeah, that's all right. All right, there you go. A decent action sequence in a really boring movie. There you go. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Doesn't all Thor right. fight Iron Man in that sequence? Oh my gosh, just keep going. <laughs> He's in that sequence probably. So he is. I know that. Just stop. Just don't <laughs> encourage her. Keep going. All right. So for my number three superhero fight, I echo Chris. Shocker to the world. Yes. So uh, I I counted TV in my criteria as well. So Daredevil, season one, episode two, the hallway scene is incredible. Great one, Chuck. It absolutely is. So good. That entire series, both seasons, just bravo. Excellent. watch it sometime, huh? Excellent so good, stuff. Josh. I'm not. Yeah, you, you'd yeah. you'd actually really enjoy it. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, really excellent. All right, so back to Chad. Chad, your number two superhero fight. What is it? My number two. I'm gonna cheat a little bit because again, it's um. Well, maybe it's not cheat. It's about. There's literally no rules. How yeah, are you that's cheating? True. I don't <laughs> understand. That is, that is fair. Um, it's the last twenty minutes of the original Avengers movie. The first time I saw that. The first time I saw that fight sequence was one of the greatest, because it's hard to remember, but before the Avengers was released, there was a lot of skepticism about whether Josh Whedon could do this movie, could he pull it off, what it was going to be like having all these characters in there, and it turned out to be this just fantastic, exciting, funny, the first time we see the Avengers assemble, uh, using their powers together to complement each other, the funny bits between Hulk, you know, knocking Thor down, all of those moments. Just le- I remember when the movie ended specifically, people, even after the credit stingers had ended and everything was done, people were just still sitting there because they were like, what have I just seen? So for me, I, that was unlike anything that I had experienced in the theater up to that point. So for me, it was in a clear number two. Yeah. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. All right, Melody, you're number two. What is it? You guys aren't going to believe this. Oh, my God. I'm so serious. I wrote this list earlier today, but it is literally the exact same thing Judges said. <laughs> the first time Amazing. the Avengers assemble, and they're fighting Loki because it's hilarious. That's awesome. With the Hulk, like, flapping Loki around. I mean, that is that is movie magic right there, and it's memorable. That's why I picked it because it's like yep. if I'm thinking of all the bazillion superheroes I've seen flying around and destroying buildings or whatever, like, that's one that sticks in my mind. Like, oh, I had a great time in that scene. So. It was my clear number two. And, Chad, if you have my number one, I'm going to be freaked out. I don't know. You won't. I don't know. We had the <laughs> we had frailty last time. That's true. <laughs> when, I wrote, that, like when I wrote Superman that down, too, I was like, so. nobody will have this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Frailty. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Well, excellent pick from Melody and Chad. All right. So, Chris, yes. your number two pick. What is it? We move from Marvel to DC, from a hallway to a freeway. <laughs> The Dark Knight <laughs> sequence <laughs> where Joker is on the freeway trying to uh, use a bazooka to take down the uh, uh, the Batmobile. Uh, what a great just action sequence. Um, it is really a good a, a good moment in that film. It gets really quiet 
you not know what's going to be happening at the very beginning, and then all of a sudden the action ramps up, and um, you know you have no idea what's going on, and then at the very end you've got the literally Joker and Batman facing off, and then from left field uh, another character just uh, takes the Joker down, and it's just it's a it's a fantastic sequence from beginning, middle, end. It's almost its own story uh, by itself, all self-contained, and just really a great moment in cinema history. Period. So the freeway the freeway sequence from The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Excellent pick. I yeah. ended up not picking anything from Dark Knight just because the whole movie as a whole, no fight sequence stood out. It was just the whole movie was excellent, so it was tough for me to pick one fight sequence. But that was a great thing. Great that, pick. That, 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 you know, hit me! Hit me! I mean, it just, oh, it's such a good, good moment in that movie. Yeah. Excellent choice. All right, Josh, number two superhero fight of all time. I'll be honest, I feel like I should have picked one of those two because both of those, I really enjoyed the first Avengers movie back when I saw it. I just don't remember much of it now. And same goes for Dark Knight. For number two, I figured I'd pick something else from another terrible movie. Uh, at least I think. <laughs> See, this is my real problem. Oh. I actually don't know which which of the three movies this is from. But I think it's Iron Man 3 where he has all oh. of his supplementary suits no. that no. he's built. Oh, he's got these autonomous. I'm... Yes, it's a Josh, <laughs> hey. hey, you guys leave Josh Thank alone. God. <laughs> he's listing something that he likes. No, he's not. He's joking, right? Please. No, I mean, you know, oh. he built all these robots. It's kind of fun seeing the different things he came up with. There's Melody the big earlier. robots and there's the Don't little tell tiny him. robots. That'll be mean. Don't Melody say it, Chris. Today Don't say literally it. Made Please, say it. Please say it. Oh, my gosh. Your hatred makes me strong. Please <laughs> say it. Do you guys hate Iron Man 3? This is it's news to awful. Yes. Iron Man 3 is No, terrible. Iron Man 3 is terrible. Oh, it man. is. Daniel, Iron Man like 3 it? is amazing. Oh, oh my word. You're off the screeners. You're done. It is so good. See you later. Are you guys so kidding me? bad. Oh, what is happening is right now? You're off the screeners, dude. Sorry. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? You're acting like this is common knowledge. It has it it got great reviews too. Like, no, what are you no. talking about? Great reviews. We got yeah. Let's pour our talking about out. fair it's reviews. Stupid. We can I mean, talk, get better like, reviews than it should have. That is true. We can talk about it later. It's okay. It, it is clearly true. better than Batman and V Superman. It is. Oh my god. No way. Iron Man three people. How is this common knowledge? I'm, I'm shocked right really now. Anyway. Josh, wait, is that my... your actual answer? Yes, it is. I'm just because making it, sure. It's a great for, scene. Okay, so my real criteria for my three top scenes were three fight scenes I remembered. Well, so there you go. That That's fair. Well, literally, Josh, like, I, I was trying to remember some today in the car, and I remembered that one. And I was and joking to Chris it. that I was going to say it, like, but, like, to, like, punk everyone. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's literally the, well, probably the scene I detest most of any That's great. <laughs> I'm so glad to have brought that to this episode. Yes, that's, so that's 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I'll have you know. That's okay. That's, that's all right. A, that's You're wrong. It's, it's, You're wrong. Okay, anyway. <laughs> it's my turn. So, see. Uh, with my uh, number two pick for superhero fights, I pick like a really, really minor scene. Like this isn't a, a big deal. It's really short uh, and it, it doesn't have huge plot impact. But for some reason, it just I, I like the scene a lot. So that's why I picked it. So it's from Captain America Winter Soldier and it is the elevator fight scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's good. I just thought it was really cool. Really uh, n- nice use of a use of a tight space and a bunch of guys beating up on Captain America or attempting to beat up on Captain America. That's great. And uh, yeah, great and scene. The setup for that is great too. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I got some humor at the at the beginning of the scene as well. So, so okay. there you go. All right. So we are on to our top picks. 
Chad, what is your favorite superhero fight scene of all time? This was the easy, super easy for me. Uh, and the people that know me know that there's no, no doubt where I'm going. Um, and that was the battle in Superman 2, the Richard Donner film at the end, which is Superman versus the three Kryptons, or the Kryptonians, I guess, uh, Zod, Ursa, and Nan. Uh, this is not only nostalgic for me, but if it somewhat holds up, the the effects aren't as great, but the the action is still very uh, very exciting. Um, and it was the first time that I remember ever seeing you know Superman versus Superman like strength characters, and it's thrilling. And to me, it's still one of my favorite uh, fight scenes of all time. So Superman two. Excuse me, right. Mr. President. All right. A nice uh, throwback pick from Chad. Nice. I like it. All right. So, Melody, your favorite superhero fight scene of all time. Well, I am not old like Chad. So, although I did pick a throwback. We don't have a match in our top number one. But I did go. I was trying to think back in my mind. Like, come on. Fight scene that, like, was, like, really stuck with me. And I have selected one, and it might be disqualified, but I would I would challenge you to disqualify it because I don't think it should be. I think this is a clear superhero, perhaps one of the greatest cinematic oh, no. superheroes Once again, of there are all no time. Rules. So the scene that should be on everyone's number one is Neo versus Agent Smith. And you're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was hoping you were going to pick something from Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, come on, he's my, like my. Uh, that is a superhero in any sense of the term, and that is the greatest is. sequence of what yeah, of he ever. He is. Okay, so can you come to me now? Uh, no, Chad was about to. Chad was about to. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, what do you? No, I'm not going to argue. My, I have in my, I have two honorable mentions. One of them is. The Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, the highway scene. So that's my uh, number one. That's why I was going to cut you off because I had a feeling you were going to say that. That is my <laughs> number one uh, superhero that sequence of all time. That movie, that, that sequence, what did you say? That, so that qualifies. qualifies. How does that qualify? And mine doesn't. So mine good. is better. Mine changed the world. Yeah, it counts. Oh, it was great. Like, we didn't say it didn't. <laughs> Defensive. Whoa. Yeah. No, no. I, it, it, I, I'm saying we agreed, Melody, is what I'm telling you. Um, no, but like the moment, every moment, like I think it's like a 15 minute long sequence and it's just the, the moment that Morpheus takes a samurai sword and cuts through an escalade, like it, it, it blew my mind in so many different levels. It was just an incredible sequence. The movie, I don't know if you could definitely can't say the same thing for it, but it's still that sequence. I like that movie is above Oh, I'm saying other, some people argue against it. I, I have the poster hanging in my office. Uh, I love that movie, uh, and I love that sequence. It is definitely, I would say, the best superhero sequence I have ever seen. Just from when I first saw it, it blew my mind to a level that I'd never seen anything like that in cinema history before, and it was just incredible. All right, so the Pharaoh's showing some love for the Matrix. That was unexpected it's... on my end. Awesome. Okay, so that leaves Josh. What is your favorite superhero fight scene? You guys are thinking way too far outside the box for me. <laughs> that's, not, that's not far out the box. He's a suit. He fly, he's flying. Well, that, you know, people in Waking Life fly. That doesn't mean they're superheroes. Has anyone seen Waking Life? Yes. Except I you and me, Chris. <laughs> I know you watched it with me. It's the only reason I could even make that joke. Okay. So my number one 
I will remind everyone my criteria, things I remember. Number one is the scene from Civil War, the hangar scene. Even though it's a bit contrived and it's a bit dumb, like we got out of the movie and my wife said, you know, that scene really felt like they were saying, what would happen if these two fought? And what yeah, would happen if yeah, these you two fought? You're talking, about the airport. You're talking about the airport sequence. Yeah, the big one. Okay. The freaking of awesome. Of course. That's freaking You awesome. said hangar, and I was trying to think, hangar, hangar. Are we talking about the end sequence? You're talking well, no, about No, I mean, there. they were heading towards a hangar. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I understand um, now. I just, I totally just misunderstood you. Yeah. No, it's the, the big one. The big one. But I, I picked it because, It's you know, awesome. It's, it's a big spectacle, and... It, it's not just focused on being a fight scene. Like there's, <laughs> there's enough banter back and forth between the characters as they are pulling their punches and not actually trying to kill each other. That it's a funny fight scene while also being an exciting fight scene. Yeah, so, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. So picked it. That's totally great. great yes, it was excellent. On my honorable mention. Yeah, that probably would have been my number one, but I was just like, eh, I just saw it, so I'll just leave it off my list. But really, too early. No, but I, I, that's a freaking fantastic scene so great pick all right so for my number one i'm shocked nobody else picked this i really expected that somebody else would have said this already but nobody has so for my number one it is from spider-man 2 it is spider-man versus dr octopus that is an amazing scene and i've rewatched it this week and that holds up really well uh and it's just really exciting and creative and yeah, fantastic fight scene. I agree. So. It's one of the best comic book movies of all time, in my opinion. It's Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so those are our top three superhero fights of all time. I'm sure we have plenty of honorable mentions, so I'll go back one more time. Chad, honorable mentions, what do you got? Yeah, they've, they've already been mentioned. The only two that I had were The Matrix Reloaded, The Highway Scene, and then I didn't have the hangar scene, the airport scene, but I actually had the ending of Civil War. Cause I, oh, you did? Because yeah. they, were, they were trying... They really were angry at each other, and so it had more weight to it. And so I thought it was, and it was thrilling. So that that was my honorable mention. Excellent. All right, Melody. Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I had the airport scene, and um, I I wanted to pick a Batman scene, but like you said, Daniel, I couldn't pick. I couldn't think of necessarily a fight scene. It was just kind of the whole movie. So I don't know. Yeah, and Go a Batman. lot of those a lot of those movies from Batman are kind of regarded as the weaker parts are the actual fight yeah, scenes that's true yeah. that that so. that free that freeway sequence that's pretty good the beginning I mean, of there, it isn't there a good fight scene with bane no no it's, it's not, not no it's yeah. not yeah. he's like i'm okay. mad my back was broken now i'm stronger i'll punch you harder yeah yeah that's it's true. Not, unfortunately it's not very good yeah it should have all right been well great. that's all i got all right chris how about you so, you know, I, in my search, I was looking at um, superhero movies, uh, just trying to, you know, find ones that maybe were off the beaten path. One that wasn't was, of course, the end of the Avengers, the first one, which you guys have already mentioned, which I obviously was fantastic and loved. Joss Whedon's dialogue and just his care for uh, the ensemble cast is second to none. That movie is really great. But for me, one of the things that I didn't really think of, I'm not even sure if he qualifies as a superhero, but I guess he qualifies just as much as Iron Man does. Uh, and that is the Rocketeer. The uh, Rocketeer. And <laughs> the, in sequence, the end sequence uh, with him jumping on the, the blimp and fighting with Timothy Dalton. Man, as a kid, I loved that sequence. In fact, I think I've probably, I watched that several times and really, really liked that sequence. So that would probably be on my honorable mention. It almost made the list because I thought it was quirky and weird, but I, honestly, it, it doesn't hold up to the others. But it still is, I really enjoyed it as a kid, and I, I enjoyed it still. So it's good. That's fair. All right. 
Nice. All right, Josh, anything from you? Well, everyone's picking The Matrix, which but those were great scenes, by the way. I can like pick an early Jason Bourne movie, can't I? It's, he's he's <laughs> enhanced in some way, isn't he? Now, That's stretched. a stretch, but okay. I mean, this is as much uh, as Scarlet, I mean, um, uh, uh, Black Widow is, I guess. Exactly. Black Widow and Hawkeye. What? Yep. Who's Hawkeye anyway? Come on. He literally is in a Bourne movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Jeremy Renner. From, it. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I don't really have many honorable mentions except. <laughs> everything that you guys have most everything that you guys have picked so far and I thought yeah I should probably pick that one there's a there's a good number of them to to pick from and when you begin thinking about it I'm sure there's several that I missed I wanted to say I, I watched it again I'm going to watch this movie because I Batman Returns the opening sequence when he fights the clown gang man I like that too uh, that's I, as a kid I loved that sequence too it's just a lot of fun to see him just he doesn't say a word in it he just goes around and punches you know people and throws his uh his well, not batarang but his whatever that is his grappling hook at the wall and knocks a guy out with pulling it out of the wall it just it's, it's a lot of fun that sequence is really cool too so oh and one true. other one that everyone uh it's another recent one that everyone has been too embarrassed to mention even though when we reviewed the movie they said it was all right I was, was about the, to say it the <laughs> yep. okay well then you can say it because you know what it is what i'll leave it for you were you going to say the Batman scene from Batman vs. Superman? Yeah, the, the oh, Batman yeah, no. That's yep. right. That was on my list. Yeah, yep. yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I thought about that one, too. I just didn't, yep. didn't put it down. But that wasn't awesome. fighting Amazing another superhero, scenes. so I didn't. that's why I wouldn't include that one. But I had hey, rules. Oh, I, I had rules, just guys. a superhero having a fight. Yeah, that's yeah, counted, counted for mine. And then I also had uh, a movie that nobody else mentioned Probably rightfully so, but from Kick-Ass, pretty much any scene involving uh, Hit Girl was hilarious. Yes, so yes, great. That is great. On so, my honorable mentions, no one says the Watchmen because that sucks. What? Hey, it does not. <laughs> no. uh, no, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Iron about? Man three is really yeah. good. Um, let's Fight. stop this episode now. <laughs> Watchmen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. All the right. Fight between the comedian was pretty great at the beginning. Whatever. Just a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that slow motion like yeah. out of the window. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. cool. All right. So I guess that wraps it up for our top three superhero fights of all time. So I'm sure. I wasn't Sorry. done. I wasn't done, bro. <laughs> the live Chris Bummer strikes again. <laughs> so I'm sure you disagreed with lots of what we said. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what we forgot. And tell us what you agreed with as well. If there's anything, I'm sure there is. So uh, join in the conversation on Facebook and Twitter at ScreenersCast. And uh, keep telling us what you want to hear from us. We want to hear from you and what you guys are watching. So keep telling us. Next time, join us as we make our summer summer movie wager. We are going to be uh, figuring out what are going to be the biggest box office hits of the summer. And we might have a fun bet that uh, somebody's probably going to shave their head or something. We'll see what happens. So we'll see you then. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.